Hello everyone. I am Lily Mae, creator of the Glambitious brand. Welcome to another episode of our podcast where we bring you dynamic visionaries from around the world. If this is your first time tuning in, please visit our website, theglamceo.com to check out the many opportunities we've created for women entrepreneurs. You too can also interview on our podcast. We have a magazine that you can grace the cover of. We have speaker opportunities at our events, courses, books, you name it. Truly a one-stop shop for women entrepreneurs. Also follow us on Clubhouse. Follow the Glambitious Club there. And then you can catch us on Instagram and Facebook at Glambitious IAM. In addition to that, we have a YouTube channel with a new talk show. So visit YouTube and search Glambitious Network to subscribe to our new talk show. So today's guest is Ms. Selena Robinson. Selena, tell everyone a little bit about who you are. Well, thank you. First, I want to say thank you so much for having me. It is a pleasure to be on your platform uh, today. So jumping right in, my name is Selena Robinson, and I am the a bestseller author of The Power of Perseverance, and I am Victor. I am a coach. I am a leadership expert and a motivational speaker. And basically, I deliver messages, high energy presentations that challenge audiences to leverage their focus on perseverance and getting through trials and tribulations. I am also a networking strategist for many years, helping professional women expand and dominate their networking abilities by providing simple strategies to them. I'm I'm very proud um, that I just launched a professional networking group called Bold and Beauty. So yeah, that's a little bit about myself. I also love taking pictures. I have a beautiful daughter um, who I am um, so proud of. And I'm a member of Alpha Cap Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Yes, that's just a little bit about me. (laughs) So many good things there. You mentioned that when you do public speaking, you, you know, talk a lot about perseverance through like challenging times. And many people find this to be a challenging season, you know, with it being like an international pandemic and just so much overall uncertainty. So what words of advice would you give for people who find themselves right now in a challenging season as it relates to like persevering through this season? Oh my goodness. Wow. That is something that we all have gone through this year. And particularly I have gone through it probably um, very severely. I I recently, um, during the past, well, in the pandemic got sick. Um, But some of the things that got me through is just really in perseverance, just realizing that, you know what, we're all going to go through things in life and and we're going to have challenges. But one of the things I kept telling myself when I was going through through the pandemic in 2020 specifically was that, you know, misery was not an option for me. I really had a, to to work hard to develop a mindset of a victor. That's work, right? Because a lot of times we will allow our circumstances to overtake us. And one of the mantras that I, I began to use throughout the pandemic and even during COVID was that, you know, I, I needed to believe in the promise, not the problem. So there were a lot of problems and still yet today that are surrounding us, right? But if we believe in the promise, whatever that is for ourselves, then that gives us strength to kind of go on. And so even now with all of the COVID stuff and 
the vaccinated versus non-vaccinated. You know, I just stand on my own personal principles and the promise that I feel that has been bestowed upon me. And that is the higher being that, you know what, fear is just not an option in my world right now. And so, you know, those are some of the strategies. And I also encourage people to change the narrative that you're telling yourself. You know, when I was going through my season of trying to perseverance, you know, there were a lot of things that were going through my head, really sabotaging things that were going through my head. And I had to really learn to change the narrative, change what I was telling myself. And so I began to just really get into affirmations and begin to start talking positive talk to myself so that I would be able to come, you know, to rise against the oppressions that were before me. That's really good. Um, really, really good there. And affirmations are such a great way to just kind of affirm positive thoughts and to combat negative thoughts and anxiety and things like that. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that. Um, aside from, you know, that piece of the puzzle, what things do you do to kind of maintain, you know, positive mental health and to assure that, you know, you can be in that positive space to do affirmations and have a more positive mindset? You know, often self-care and self-love is a huge part of even being that type of person, you know, being able to be positive. So what are some of the things you do for like positive mental health or self-care? Great, great question. Well, first and foremost, Colossians 3.12 says, God has given us the power to endure whatever comes our way with a good attitude. <laughs> so that is the first thing I do. I remember that scripture, right? Because anything that we do, any type of self-care, the first thing for me is that I need to have a good attitude. So I try along with what I've just mentioned, the affirmations, but really settling in, how is my attitude? What am I saying to myself? Is my attitude good or is my attitude bad? I also try to, you know, establish some habits because I think that when we get up and we do certain things and, and we start our day with intention, that really, really helps us, you know? And when you talk about affirming, when I affirm, I basically make sure that I don't allow the feeding things to overtake my mentality. And I, and I think that a lot of times with all the negative that's going on in the world, that's what we tend to do. So for me, it is believing that my attitude will pave the way for me. You know, if I get up and I say, you know what, I'm not feeling well today. It seems like it's going to be a bad day. Then it's probably going to be a bad day. But if I change my attitude, if I change my narrative, if I get up, if I bestow some habits upon myself with intentionality, you know, I work out every day. I try to read something positive. So, you know, doing those things that you know will actually put forth positive things in your spirit. Because we need to, we need to vibe off of good vibration. I'm, I'm a firm believer that the, vibe, the vibration is everything. So you want to start with that. You want to endure positiveness. So if people are in my life and they're not serving me well and they're dealing me a lot of negative energy, then I, you know, I'm sorry. And one of my phrases is, you know, self-care equals ignore and delete. <laughs> and so I, I try to do that. You know, I got to remove that because that's the only way I'm going to grow and get better. Yes, I totally, 
I totally agree. Uh, I always mention in my devotional room in the mornings occasionally that one of my mom's uh, mantras is be blocked and be blessed because it's so important that we protect <laughs> our peace. And so, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, there's no one that loves Jesus more than my mama, but she will block you. You disturb that peace. So. <laughs> That's I'm right. I love it. Be blocked and be blessed. Yes. <laughs> It's like yes. my ignore and delete. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, I guess rewinding a bit, you know, what inspired you to become a coach and a motivational speaker and an author and a leadership expert? Like, what was your journey like before becoming all of those great things? Oh, my goodness. Let's see. Before coming all of, before becoming those things, I would have to say, I was pretty um, motivated, right? But I don't think that I was really walking in my purpose. And what I mean by that is I was doing a lot of things and particularly I was very, very involved in my sorority. Um, I was doing a lot of um, what I would say busy work. And it was it's good to be a doer and it's good to be involved in other things, but I wasn't necessarily being filled up. And I felt like at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, what legacy would I have left behind? I really didn't, didn't see one. I mean, yeah, people could, would have said, you know, yes, yeah, she worked for the Department of Veteran Affairs and, you know, she does great work for the veterans and, you know, she's in a sorority and, and the sorority is all about service to mankind. So, yeah, she did community service and she did that. Um, yeah, she was a mom, but for some reason, I needed more. I wanted more. I wanted to be a little bit more tangible, a little bit more concrete. And I thought, where, where is that at? You know, if, you know, words are something that are everlasting, they will outlive me. So I thought, well, if words are going to outlive me, perhaps I need to write something <laughs> so that they can outlive me. You know, um, I saw... I know with me, I, I sought out a coach before, and I know how much that coach helped me. So I wanted to do the same thing for other people. So I said, well, you know what? Let me become certified to be a coach. There were other, um, you know, there were other things such as um, speaking. I, I started to hang around people who would instill in me that, you know, my message could be a prescription to somebody else's pain. And I thought, while I wanted to keep it all to myself, I didn't want to be transparent. I thought about, you know, how many times that I hear a story on the news or in person by somebody else, and it really resonated with me. So I began to say, you know what, I think I have a story that would resonate with other people as well. So it was really wanting to put a mark on this earth, more so than what I was doing before. I wanted to feel the joy um, that I was giving, giving back, giving more than what I was doing. And so I would have to say those things sparked me. I wanted, I wanted somebody to be able to say, you know, when Selena was here, she did A, B, C, and D, and, and, and these are the people she affected. 
Yeah. That is so beautiful. And the word that the key word that you said was legacy. And I think it's so important that we all have that mindset of legacy as it relates to what we're doing on a daily basis, you know, how we're showing up, who we're serving, you know, what we're building, what we're creating. So what would be your advice, you know, for someone who really doesn't know where to start as it relates to, you know, building a legacy, starting a legacy, or or even operating in your purpose, like what would be your advice to the person that just doesn't know where to start? Well, the first thing I would say is to think about some of your goals that perhaps if you've written down before and, um, you know, see what, what you've done, see what you've executed before. What do you actually like doing? You know, for me, I love to talk. I mean, you know, some, my girlfriend once called me Kiny Chong. We went on a trip. She said, oh, Selena is Kiny Chong because wherever she goes, she's going to be like, hi, what's your name? How you doing? Where are you from? <laughs> so, you know, in, so in that respect, think about those things that you really, really enjoy doing. And I took the inventory and I knew that I enjoyed talking. I didn't necessarily enjoy writing as much, but I began to, um, you know, take some classes, you know, with writing. I, I like to train people, you know, so, so think about what it is that you like and then see, see where that can fit in your journey, how you can either start pursuing that or even better, how could you monetize that? You know, because it's, it's all about, you know, serving others, but also, you know, many of us, we want, the CEOs, we want to become business owners. We want to put something out there, you know? And so a lot of the things that we like to do for fun or some of our goals, we can literally turn them in. We can monetize them. Those are, those are businesses. How many times have we heard of somebody who liked to bake or, you know, they love cookies and all of a sudden they opened up a dessert, you know, parlor, you know, people who started out liking to do here you know, all of a sudden they have a business doing here. So start out with your goals and start out with all the things that you like to do. You know, I like to say, I like to set my goals often because a lot of times um, when you do that, that gives you a direction, a path to move forward. And when you do that, you, you develop a roadmap. It's very important to develop a roadmap map or even uh, um, a growth plan for improvement. And when you look at those things that you like to do, you can scale over, off those things that you like to do and you can move those things forward. Absolutely. Such, such great advice. And I can definitely see, you know, why you are a coach and speaker that really motivates others and help them persevere. So what are you looking forward to next? I think we have, what, four months left in 2021 and a new year will be here before you know it. What is next for you or what are you looking forward to? So I, like I said, I just recently launched my uh, professional networking group. And I am so excited about that. It is, it is a paid membership, but I am so excited because I have women in this group who are excited about networking and getting to know themselves. So I'm really excited about expanding that networking opportunity for other women. You know, right now I'm clo I closing it off at 30 women. And like I said, I have 25. So I, I have room for five more women. But I think, you know, networking is very crucial. It's not just a, it's not 
just not about trading information, right? A lot of times when we think about network, we think about, oh, just trading information. But network serve, serves us because it allows for us to create long-term relationships. Long-term relationships that, you know what? Eventually, those relationships can benefit us. It's about mutual benefit. And so when we network and we collaborate, we benefit. I'll give you a prime example. I was just scrolling through Instagram. And I ran across you. I had never seen you. I ran across you on an Instagram post. I saw that you were having a, um, a workshop. And I thought, oh, my goodness, you know, this sounds really good. And I signed up for that workshop. And it was amazing. Now, again, you know, people think that you, you can just network. You just have to be in person. A lot of times we network via the social media. I now also tune into you on Clubhouse. And even though we may not have met in person, I feel that we have connected because I know your face. I know your platform. I now have been benefit, benefited from being on your platform. And so that's a form of networking. And I don't think that a lot of people really understand the power of networking. And that is what I intend to help my audience as well as the women in my group understand. I want them to expand and dominate the networking arena. Because in the end, it benefits all of us. How many times have we either gotten a job because of someone we knew or someone that we knew referred us? It's all about networking. And so if we know that they yield benefits, why would we not want to get better at it? So that's, that's definitely what's in store for me. And I also want to um, write another book and uh, do an anthology. So those are the three things that are on my goals for 2022. And I look forward to them. Absolutely. And I totally agree with you. Like I was really just about to make a post that there are many forms of currency as an entrepreneur and networking is definitely a form of currency and entrepreneurship. Um, how can everyone connect with you online or check out your social media pages or website? So on IG, uh, I can be found at Niku Turns 50. That's N-I-K-K-O-U Turns 50. And um, on Clubhouse, Niku Selena 68. And on Facebook, Niku Chappelle Robinson. So again, that's N-I-K-K-O-U C-H-A-P-P-E-L Robinson. R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N. Fantastic. Well, thank you for being a guest on this episode of the Glambitious Podcast. And to those of you who uh, tuned in here today, definitely be sure to subscribe on iTunes. That's how more people, you know, discover podcast is when you subscribe or leave a comment. And as I mentioned, feel free to also follow us on 
Clubhouse is a, is a Glambitious Club. We have a devotional Monday through Friday at 11 a.m., as well as other breakout rooms about business. And in addition, we have the Glambitious Awards coming up later this fall. So if you want to nominate yourself or your business bestie for a Glambitious Award, you can visit theglamceo.com to do so and check out the many other things we have going on. And if you want to follow my personal page on Instagram, it's at I am Lily May, and that's the country spelling. So thank you again for tuning in to another awesome episode of the Glambitious Podcast.